I'm Paddy O'Gorman, and you're listening to a special edition of Paddy's podcast on the transgender issue. For this podcast, I've brought together some of the many interviews I've taken over the last year with women I have met who have been forced to share what were once female-only spaces with trans-identified men, that is, men who say that they are now women. These interviews were taken with women I met outside court buildings, social welfare offices, hostels for homeless people, with women I met on the streets, and with women I met outside Limerick Prison. And it's at Limerick Prison that I'll start. During much of the year 2022, there were three trans-identified men being held in the female wing of Limerick Prison. All three of those men were in for violent crimes. Two of the three are sex offenders. To find out what's going on inside a prison... I've always found it useful to spend time standing outside that prison. You'll meet visitors, some of whom will have been prisoners themselves at some stage. You'll meet people who have just been let out, and you'll meet people who are recent prisoners who are still required to attend the prison weekly to sign on. So it was in November of 2022 that I spent some hours standing outside Limerick Prison to see who I might meet. This first interview is with Leanne Casey. She had just been at the prison, hoping to visit a relative. I went in to visit my brother today and I got stopped because over metal. So they don't leave you in when you're wearing metal. So even if women, like if they have wire inside in their bras, you can't, you can't go in. Right. So you're, you're supposed to wear a sports bra. I was a prisoner myself in Limerick Prison. I was in for 12 months. Yeah. I was offered for possession, assaults and and all that, you know, and addiction got me really into Addiction was a person that I wasn't, that wasn't really me. Do you know, um, it turned me into a completely different person. Leanne told me what it had been like being in the women's prison along with trans-identified men. There are three trans- transgenders on um, the women's landing and we had to be locked back because they were screaming things about women prisoners. I would have been on E2 they would be on E1, E1, E2, yeah. So then when they'd, we'd come out, we'd come out for our dinner or our breakfast, then we'd get locked back, locked back into the cell. And what about the transgender? What they said went, and if any of the prisoners disrespected them same women, but once they're, like, we'd get punished. Just say a prisoner, if they... They disrespected um, and said, sure, he's a man, he shouldn't be on this landing, he should be over in the male landing, they shouldn't be on. Then it's for us voicing it out and speaking it out and saying how we felt that we didn't feel safe on the landing. But when you're voicing it out, you'll get locked back in into the cell over that because you're disrespecting them and you're not treating them as women. And did you make a complaint in your own There's a lot of um, complaints in there because like, you couldn't go down the, sto- down the stairs we had to go all opposite ways. So it just makes it very, very awkward for the women. Because of the men, the transgenders? Yeah, and they're roaring out the doors. You know, disgusting and vulgar talk from the transgenders. Now, that's not that's not all of them. Yeah. It could be two out of the three. When I was in there, there was three, you know, and then the transgenders, they'd get left out in the yard on their own. Now, they wouldn't have the same yard time as the female prisoners. Right. 
or the male prisoners. So from what you're saying to me, in reality, they are keeping you separate? As much They're as keeping well. us separate because they're on lockback, but they can't be mixed. But you can, we can still hear them, you know, and it's a vulgar talk that comes out of their mouths as well. Like things happen to, to women, do you know what I mean? And, and then it's to hear that all, all over again. Then they want to be treated like a woman. So if the, I think that some of the transgenders is actually fooling the government to be on the landing and they're having fun out of it. So they can have more privileges than, than the female prisoners. Because they'd get, they'd get out more out of the cell than any other female prisoner inside her. I'm very shocked at what you're saying to me there. It's the truth because I'm behind them prison walls, you see. I'm sure now they're not going to be happy because I'm standing here. But I was a prisoner um, a few times in and out, you know. And the main thing is like that they should have, now that they're building on a new side for the women, they should have, now that it's 2022, have a landing for transgenders, the males the females and then the transgenders. But they're in, they'd be in protection anyway, like from, from like being transgender and all that. Um, but really like, do you know, I, I'm not, I don't have anything against transgenders or anything like that, but they shouldn't be on the landings with women. Do you know, if they're a male, really a male that wants to be a woman, that's what it is. I can dress up as a man now, are they going to put me on, a, on the, the men's landing? If I chopped up my hair and, and put on baggy clothes. Yeah. Seriously, do you know, know? That's the truth of the matter. They're stressing. Like a woman, if I went over and chopped up my boobs and things like that, would they put me on the male's, the male's landing? They're not going to do that, but they'll do it for transgenders. But it's just very unfair to the female prisoners. And they, like, they have to lie the last in as well of being inside her, because I was one of them prisoners sitting with the girls inside her. And it's completely fair. They're locked into the cell all day long. Um, turn into like a cage or like caged animals so when they get out and their behaviors when you're locked in somewhere your behavior is going to be off the walls you know so they're, they're locked in 12 o'clock now to 10 o'clock to be out until 12 to be in for their dinner they're locked into their cells they'll get into a wreck a wreck the wreck is tiny there's a table and a telly the wreck is what the uh, it's recreation a recreation yeah. room and yeah. it's just a telly a deck of cars you'll be given um Telly table and yeah. So when you were in there, did you ever come physically close with the transgenders at all? Did you, were you or were they always kept apart from they you? They were always kept apart from yeah. me, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like when we go out for our dinner, they'd be locked back there downstairs. Right. Um, and the lifers, some of the lifers be downstairs as well. So when, they, when we're getting our dinners, they're locked back. And when they're getting their dinners, we're locked back, so, you know, because it did throw threats up. From when I was in there, they were kind of being cautious with them because they're criminals too. Like some of us don't even know what charges they're in for. Like, right. but there oh. is something for serious charges, yeah. you know, and harming women. It's in there for harming women, and they're on a women's women's London. At least one of them is in there for harming women. Another is in there for harming children. Children. I'm not sure about the other one. Then I don't. And know. they had to go in there, and the reason, the only reason why they're in, they're separated, is to protect them from other prisoners. Because on a woman's landing, you have to harm a woman, you're going to get attacked. On a woman's landing, you have to hurt someone's child. Yeah. There's most of them women inside their mothers. So they wouldn't like that. You would get attacked inside right. the prison for something like that. They shouldn't have them in Limerick prison. Right. Okay. They should not have them in Limerick prison because it'll cause people anxiety and things like that. But it's very unfair. This is absolutely lovely talking to you. Thanks very much. Okay. It was lovely talking to you now as well. I've been talking here to Leanne Casey. Yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, and it was very lovely good. speaking to you. Leanne Casey there. Here's another person I met that day visiting Limerick prison. 
My son is in there and he was never in his life in prison. Do you know anything about the women's prison? They're putting men in there now, I believe, transgendered men. Or yeah, that's right, correct. A sister-in-law of mine was in there for fines yeah. a couple of years ago and she said that as well. She said she felt very nervous, fight, very paranoid about it. She was there for about three days and she was never in her life in a prison. Right. And like she was t- absolutely terrified, she told me. And did she get to meet the men at all or did she get to see them? Do yeah, you know? she's seen one transvestite in there and it just freaked her out. Yeah. Like She was terrified. And what do you feel about that, them putting the men in there? Very, very wrong. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't happen. Very, very wrong. From outside Limerick Prison, November 2022. A month later in Dublin, I met another woman who had been in Limerick Prison. I was walking my dog along Dublin's North Circular Road at Fibsborough when I met a woman I knew from about 20 years before, when she had done an interview with me about her young life as a resident in one of Ireland's notorious Magdalene laundries. We stood chatting on the street, along with a young woman she was with who, it turned out, had done time in Limerick Prison. She had been remanded there for a week in 2019. When she was there, there was just one transgender prisoner there, a man who was in for the repeated sexual abuse of his stepchild. Upon being sentenced, that man was sent to Limerick Prison Women's Section, as he said that he was now a woman. The ex-prisoner I met that day in Dublin in December 2022 had been remanded in custody for, as she says, tapping in the street. I'll explain that tapping is an expression meaning begging for money from strangers. I'm originally from County Clare and there was no hostels in County Clare. My parents passed away when I was young to drink and drugs. I only have my brother left. So I moved into Limerick and there's hostels for women and men, but you have to pay for them. So I ended up tapping on the streets. I was tapping on the streets and a guard had come up and asked me to move. He ended up arresting me, got me into custody. I was in there for one week. In Limerick prison? Yeah. Limerick prison. I was in there for a week. Mm-hmm. And I was in there for that week. It was the worst time of my life. I cried all the way through that one week sentence. There was a transvestite side inside it that the, it was, it's a man, it's dressed up as a woman, it has breasts, it's on hormone, it right. still has his private bits. Man's bits, like, yeah. yeah. He sexually abused children and he gets more privileged than I would. The transvestite side was getting free tobacco, free money from the governor, got an Xbox at games, got everything in herself. She does need for nothing, that person. I believe there was three. I don't know how many if there is. No. I know there was one when I was in there, and that person is still in there to this day. Okay. She, I think, he, yeah, yeah so. I don't know what to, yeah, to call she. it to be honest. Yeah. I call it because I don't know it's yeah. a man or a woman. Still has his privates and it has breasts. Yeah. But they're giving him hormone tablets. But it's very, um, it's very scary because if that person was ever let out they're allowed around loads of young girls that could do anything and if she does go like to the psychiatrist we're all locked back and she's escorted up by herself did you have any contact at all with them if because i was a cleaner for that week i was down near the cell and the talk that was coming out of the cell door through the windows to the other ladies was a vulgar talk then you could hear them shouting from the windows things that she shouldn't have been shouting. The transvestite was shouting things that she shouldn't have been shouting. And she never got punished or nothing for it, which she should have. Do you mean obscene things? Is yeah. it? Okay. Because if we'd done that, we would have got punished. All right. Which she never got punished. She got more right. privileged than we ever did. But this transvestite was on vulgar talk. Mm-hmm. And 
no giving out was giving out to her. She never got any trouble. So you were cleaning near the cells, like, and there'd yeah. be this vulgar talk vulgar as you saw. Yeah, absolutely vulgar. It was very intimidating and very... Because what she was in for, for child abuse, it was horrible talk, the way she, what the woman was... Well, the transvestite was coming out with. I don't mean rude. I don't know whether to call her a woman or a man because she has breasts and she also has a private part as well of a man so right. you don't know she's on hormones she gets actually hormone tablets from the medic for her changing and this is a man this like is a yeah. man going into a woman she'll never be able to hide her identity after what the person done she's trying to hide she's trying to change her identity from what she done yes. to the child but she'll never change the person right. that she is where do you think those people should be those transgender prisoners well if they have a male private part I think they should be on a male wing not right. on a lady's wing okay because it's very intimidating and if they ever got out and was able to get into come to one of us we'd don't know what because it's a male it's stronger than ladies and we're so fragile going in there and so scared if they if they attacked you like you you wouldn't be able to move right you know, so I do. It was it was very scary to know that a male was there and it was also a woman as well. Okay. It was absolutely terrifying, especially what she was in for. It was horrible. Now you have to think about that's a paedophile that's after doing stuff to children. By rights, I think it should have been on the male ending. Right. It has a private part. I understand it has breasts, but it still should have been classed yeah. as a male. Yeah. Because okay. it hadn't had a surgery yet. I've seen that person as a male. It's very scary, like, it's very, very scary. An interview I took there with someone I met on the North Circular Road in Dublin in December of 2022. I'll be back with more Limerick prison stories later in this podcast, but I'm moving on now to the homeless hostels, which were once safe spaces for women, but not anymore. I hadn't realised what a problem this had become until in April of 2023... I was told about it by numerous women when I was stood outside a social welfare office for homeless people. That office in Cumberland Street in the North City Centre of Dublin is the place where, among other things, people are sent to pick up their first welfare check on being released from prison. You can spot the people who've just come from prison because they're carrying a prison issue clear plastic bag with their clothes and a few belongings in it. They're also very happy to be out. I just got released from prison today, so just getting paid. And how do you feel? <laughs> Relieved. Seven months, long months. The prison this woman had just come from is the Docus, that is the women's section of Mountjoy Prison in Dublin. She was appreciative of the help she'd got in the Docus with her drug addiction problem. And she explained to me that women prisoners who cause trouble in the Docus can be transferred to Limerick Prison as punishment. If you're fighting, they send fighting, you to Limerick okay. Prison, yeah. Sent to Limerick as a punishment. You know, down in Limerick, they put transgender prisoners in there now. I, right. How do you feel I about that? I don't agree with that. Okay. To me, personally, a man is a man. He can change his life. That's, that's his, his choice, you know yeah. what I mean? But he shouldn't be housed with, with, with women. He yes. is a man. The reason I'm saying this is because when they put a transgender in Rat Mines, he was physically... In the hostel, In the it? hostel, yeah. Right, he was yeah. physically... Um, the Novus Hostel up there, Rat Mines. He was, like, physically built. And I, I kept saying, geez, he's very manly, like, for 
a woman. And then when he came in in the leggings and I saw his bits and bobs, I was like, oh my God, it is a man. But he lost his temper one day and he hit one of the girls. And that's where the danger is. If a man breaks loose, he's, he's, he's hurting a woman bad. It's not like a woman hitting a woman. It was a full force man punch. Like he sent a girl like flying, busted her wide open, you know. That's the danger in putting men into prison. Because if they lose their temper, it's a man beating a woman up. It's not a woman beating a woman, you know. The, and was that man put out of the women's hostel? Yeah, he was. He ran out the door, like, because we all ganged up together. We were all going to hit him for, for doing what he did, like, you know. Right. But I just don't think it was right. Like, one punch, and he took the girl across the floor with it. You know what I mean? Because he is. He's a man at the end of the day, and a, a woman wouldn't stand a chance against a guy, you know. It's just when he, he lost his temper, yeah. the damage he'd do, he done. Like, if a woman hit her, it wouldn't have been to that extreme. He literally, like, took the girl off her feet and sent her a good eight feet across the ground, <laughs> you know. Roughly when did this happen? Oh, say? that happened uh, last January, not ju- just January of last year. January 22, yeah. 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 In the Rathmines. Rathmines, Nova's there in Rathmines, yeah. That women's refuge in Rathmines in Dublin, now known as the Novus Hostel, has been in operation since at least the 1980s, maybe earlier. It was once widely known as the Battered Wives Home. It was a safe place for women who were being beaten up by their husbands or partners. No men were admitted. I asked the present management Novus about their policy now, and they told me, and I quote, We are committed to providing temporary accommodation for women experiencing homelessness in Dublin, and sometimes these women are part of the LGBTQI plus community. They are one of the many vulnerable groups that we work with. Unquote. Novus tell me that referrals to their hostels comes from the Dublin Regional Homeless Executive. That is, that's a service run by the Dublin City Council. The Homeless Executive told me that they are, and I quote, currently reviewing policies and practices in providing homeless supports to transgender individuals and staff have undertaken training with the Transgender Equality Network Ireland, Tenny. Tenny is a transgender lobby group. Regarding that assault that took place in the Rathmines Women's Hostel in 2022, I had that confirmed to me by a number of other women who were also there at the time. The man responsible was, as we heard, evicted. As I listened to the stories I was told by homeless women at that welfare office that day in April of 2023, I remembered I had heard another story about a violent man in a women's hostel. Not the Rathmines one this time, a different one. I had met this woman in December of 2022 outside the Criminal Courts of Justice in Dublin. She was due to appear before the court and it was outside on the steps as she was waiting to be called. She told me about a recent experience she'd had in a women's hostel. There was a girl there, down there. She's been like a man. She still has her male bits. Yeah, yeah and she, she's in a hostel now. She, I think she should be in the men's. Right, OK. Because she has manhood. Even though she has down there, they put her into the women's part. But she still has uh, down there. And when was this, please? That was a good couple of weeks ago. But no, she's not there now. It was, it was yeah. in, within the last six weeks. And then she only thought, because she classed herself as a boat, pick on other girls. Right. So when she's been like a man, which was wrong because she was picking on little small girls and she was like, yeah, she was assaulting people, so she got moved hostels. Back at the Homeless Persons Social Welfare Office on Cumberland Street in Dublin's North City Centre, 
more stories from homeless women about men in women's hostels. It's a man, but she's classed as a woman, gender, whatever they call it. He sleeps in the same room as women, gets dressed in the same showers. It's not nice. He fights like a man. He can hit women like a man, dresses as a woman, and he's classed as a woman. In the hostels he's seeing in the homeless system as a woman. He bashed a 60-year-old woman that was in their hostel, and it sprained yodrons in people's eyes when they go near the bed and that. And, like, this person dresses as a woman? Dresses as a woman and everything, yeah. Frightening when he... Because even the last girl he fought, well, she was only... She's thinner than me and smaller than me. She's right. on about six and a half stone. And he literally swung her down the corridor Man, like a... a woman. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't care. Anyone puts their hands on her, I'll knife them dead. I don't know, it's a he or she. She goes by she, but she's after we moved to another place, as far as I know. There's another one, yeah? Yeah, she's being just moved as well for being aggressive behaviour against other uh, tenants in the hostel. Right. She's very tame, but I tell you, she's. Well, he's wild. Right. Because they still have muscular, they'll always overpower a woman, no matter what a man wants. So they still have men's muscles, men's. They still have the like the man's instincts of fightings and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, be still like getting bashed by a man, whether they look like a woman or not, wouldn't they? Around Parkgate Street in Dublin, near the Phoenix Park main entrance, there's a lot of homeless hostels, including nominally women's hostels. It was in June 2023 I met these two women who were living in one of those hostels, and we walked together towards Dublin city centre, alongside the Lewis tramway. Did you ever come across, please, and does it bother you, trans-identified men staying in the women's... But it did bother me, because I was living with her. You say she, but it is actually... That person is actually a man. (laughs) I know she wants to identify as a woman or whatever. She was threatening a lot of people and throwing her weight around. Like She got kicked out of there. Because she threw a cup and hit the staff member. It nearly hit her face like she threw it and got thrown out because of that. The guards just took her and just kicked her out. Two years ago, I was in the hostel there. Right, with the same person, yeah. Same, yeah. She was there for three or four months. Right. There was four girls in the room, like, so there'd be me and two other girls. It's very intimidating. Like, if you think, would you, if you're, if you're at home, you have older brothers, right, I, okay, you have older brothers. Your mother is not going to let, like, uh, say, a 20-year-old, or 20-year-old daughter, say her 27-year-old son, she's not going to let them strip yeah. any, to get any room. She's not going to let them, do you know what I mean? I like, do, I do. Yeah. And especially yeah. a stranger. And did this man strip with you? Oh, yeah, yeah like she used to strip in the room, she used to strip in the room and not a bother. G strings. Women's G strings. See everything, yeah? I said, like, said to her, like, Likora, I'm as much as this, and I, I said, you know, you're fucking not, like, it's very intimidating. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it'd be a big argument, sir. So. And, and sometimes the staff get involved and, and they say, you keep her up and, and, and we'd be the ones that lose our beds. Yeah, exactly. I noticed, like, right. even though there's a G-string and it's obviously a man, you're still saying she, so you're... you're... I know, it's just better than she. <laughs> Homeless women in Dublin. Now back to Limerick and the men in the women's prison. In March of 2023, one of those sex offender men, 
who had been remanded in custody to Limerick Prison the previous May after being convicted, was sentenced to five and a half years, with the final year suspended. So he would be staying in prison for another few years. After that man was sentenced, at a press conference in Dublin, the Taoiseach, that is the Prime Minister in the Republic of Ireland, was asked his view on whether or not such a biological male should be in the women's prison. And the Taoiseach said, no, he should not be. A clear answer, you might think, but it was rolled back on by the next day by his Justice Minister. I decided to put in another day in Limerick outside the prison and at the nearby criminal courts on Mulgrave Street. I met these two women coming out of the courthouse, sisters as it turned out. One of them had just been up before the court. I had a couple of appeals and I, I wouldn't him. I'm going to be fine now, thank God I get to go home to my kids. And I was never in trouble in my life, only for road traffic offences. Have you ever had any experience in prison? Yeah, here in Limerick, yeah, two years ago. Two years ago I was in there for three months. I was on the women's E-wing landing and there was a man. It was a male, but it was on the female landing. Her or him, I don't know what to call it. But it was very frightening, like, knowing that you have that long side you. I reckon they should have, a, like, a transgender wing for them kind of people, do you know? Okay. It actually has men's parts down below and a woman's part up above. It's actually frightening now, really, because it is a man at the end of the day, do you know? A woman's parts up above? Yeah, and, uh, men's parts down below. That's because he's on drugs. A woman has to search their upper part and a man has to search their lower part. Yeah, that's how much, yeah, that's how, yeah, yeah, very scary. It was scary having these men in there, but did you hear them or did you... Yeah, I seen them, I heard men seen them. I seen like five or like more, maybe eight screws, officers bringing them to the shop and back and even the walk and the look of him, it was just scary. We'd be locked in behind the rec door and we'd be just looking out and then we'd see him coming and he'd be growling and staring, like very scary, be frightened if he ever did get away, that he would hurt you, he would hurt you. Mm, be scary. Gr- growling, you Yeah, growling, yeah. Growling at you like, uh, like that. And just to be clear, those trans men, they were on a different part of the They were just downstairs, another one, oh, the same wing, same landing wing, landing. same landing, they used the same facilities as me, yeah. just at different times. They'd be kind of locked in a bit more than me. I'd be upstairs and they'd be downstairs, but you can look through, like, you can see them. They can see us. In what way? You can they look don't mix watch. with us. You can look through like a hole, like a latch. You can look through and see them. Right. They can look through to see you and on the way and we'd be kept back when they go out. So you're saying that when they were locked in their cells, they were able to be looking out at you women as yeah. you were yeah. let out going by? They do, they do. Transgenders do. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. it is disgusting. It's not fair. No, it's, it's, it's degrading, very degrading. On a prison landing. And you're and nervous enough to like wash that. yourself. So then when you're going to the showers, you are nervous. Like, you're very nervous at all times. You're watching your back. They're very frightening. They're not trustworthy. Do you know? And then you have Barbie Kardashian now. It's supposed to be up there now as well. You may have heard the Taoiseach a few weeks ago. He said that man, a particular man, the one who calls himself Rock, um, Barbie. Bar- Barbie. You, he said sorry. he shouldn't be in there. Uh, but that was a few weeks ago and nothing's happened since. So I don't know, does the Taoiseach mean that or not? I reckon they should have their own power for them people that don't know what they want to be. And that's what seems to be happening now in Limerick Prison, that the trans-identified men are being kept at a greater remove from the women than was previously the case. The prison authorities there have always known that these men are not women, no matter how many people on the outside pretend to believe that they are. Of the three men that were in the women's prison, one is now out after completing his sentence. The other two, the two sex offenders, are still inside. 
It's been reported recently that one of those has now been moved out of the women's section of the prison. I don't know. The prison service press office doesn't answer my queries. I'll spend some more time in Limerick soon to meet women who have been in the prison in recent times, and I'll let you know what the real story is. That's it from this special edition of Paddy's podcast on the transgender issue. All of the interviews you've heard in this episode are from podcasts I've made within the last year. You can hear those interviews in full and the rest of my podcasts at paddyspodcast.ie. Now I'm taking a break for a while. I plan to be back in October. In the meantime, if you want to contact me, my website is paddyspodcast.ie or else you can write me on Twitter or X as it's now called at Paddy J. O'Gorman. I'm Paddy O'Gorman and you've been listening to Paddy's Podcast. Mm-hmm.